You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I brought on a special guest today, so stay tuned in through the end of this show. We dropped lots of nuggets. Even at the end, we were closing. We couldn't stop sharing because we thought of even more juicy stuff to share with you guys. I have Joanna Vargas on today, who is a entrepreneur. She is an awesome fitness coach. She has such great energy. So if you're in the LA area, you want to get into her class, just DM me and I'll, I'll share how you can find her. And she's also a speaker and she has her own podcast too called The Get Up Girl, which I was a guest on. So we had such a great show. I was like, come on my show. You need to share. This is awesome. And what I love about her is she has no shame or no stories about her journey through um, entrepreneurship and really deciding through life, like when something's working for her and when it's not and just making those shifts. And so many of us identify with like one thing and feel like we have to be stuck there. And I don't know if any of you have ever felt stuck somewhere. I certainly have felt like guilty about changing or feeling like stuck, like, oh, I've already put so much into this. I need to stay. Um, Whether it's career related or relationship related or just any choices that we're making or even like just our lifestyle, like getting stuck in our habitual patterns. And so we talk about all of that during the show. And Joanna shares some awesome stories um, throughout the show that are really personal to her. And I love that because it's an opportunity to you know, feel like you're not alone if you're trying to make shifts or you're um, facing different moments where you're like, man, what's next for me, right? And so um, she just shares so many awesome examples of, you know, trust and, um, you know, just really asking God or asking the universe to show you the path for what's next for you and trusting that. So um, listen in, tune in and follow me on Instagram at Bryn Moves. Send me a message and let me know how you like the show. Five, four. Three, two, one. Let's go. Hi, friends. It's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach, yoga instructor, dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. Let's go. I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're listening from your car, on a walk, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. Thank you so much. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bryn Move the Podcast. I brought on a super fun guest today, my beautiful friend, Joanna Vargas. We teach together. She is an entrepreneur, a amazing fitness coach, and a speaker. So I'm so happy to have her on here today. She actually has her own podcast as well called The Get Up Girl. So make sure you check that out. We just recorded yesterday for her show and it was so good. I was like, I have to have you on as a guest for my show. She has so um, many good tips to share for women in business, entrepreneurs, um, especially in fitness and in health. And also she has an incredible story. We both started as dancers. So welcome, Joanna. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Bryn. And I enjoy, you know, telling my story and wondering how I can contribute to everyone listening today. So thank you for, for joining me and us. And thank you, Bryn. Yes. Thanks, girl. So Joanna, just for all the people listening, share who you are and a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today, where you started and that transition of kind of switching from being a dancer, 
owning a studio um, and all of that in your story to like how you started your businesses and became an entrepreneur and started your podcast. Because I know a lot of the um, people listening, especially um, many of my listeners are women and they are starting businesses as well. And they are on their entrepreneurial journeys, just stepping into their best self and their highest self. And um, kind of redefining what success, you know, means to them. So I'd love to, for you to share your story with everyone so they can have a great example of like what that looks like to start one place and be on the journey that you're on now. Yeah. So many chapters. I was born in Los Angeles, born and raised still here. And I always knew that I was different ever since I was a young girl, I did not fit in, but I became so great at fitting in. I was such a great actress and deep down, I really, really didn't want to be where I was. I mimicked all my friends and I forced myself to go to college and I hated it. Went to UC Santa Barbara. Anybody went there, but I freaking hated it because I was not meant to be there. I was, it was not my journey. I left after two quarters and I just packed up everything and I took off. So I take off and then I switch to a totally other school and I start learning more dance. I got an agent. I start auditioning and I discover I freaking hate that too. And I just kept choosing Bryn. I was like, next choice. I'm going to make another choice. I'm going to make another choice. I'm gonna make another choice. And I hated them all, but they all led me to something else. And I knew that I wanted to own a dance studio. So I was 24 years old. I got the opportunity to buy a dance studio and I freaking opened it in two weeks, Bryn, two weeks. Literally from okay, eight is that's crazy. I got the phone call. I'm 24 years old. And they said, Hey, there's this dance studio up for sale, but you got to buy it now. Long story short. So I go home. I convince my parents. They think I'm batshit crazy. They're like, nobody, you, nobody's going to pay for dance classes. And here's what happened, Bryn. I said, Oh, watch, I'll show you. So I went yeah. totally in my masculine. I went totally in my FU energy. I will show you. And I built that studio from zero to a thousand students, but I killed myself and I got sick. And as soon as I hit that goal, I was bored. I was bored to death. And that led me on a path to my next journey. And so I, I'm probably on my 15th business. I mean, I, there's not enough podcasts. I'm so just on my next journey, on my next venture. Then I had a dance studio, excuse me, a fitness studio, closed that during the pandemic, like right when it started, I closed that. So it's a lot of chapters and that's where I am, Bryn, because this could be a four hour show. Mm, I love that. So tell us what you're focusing on now, like right now in business, because um, you said you closed your fitness studio during the pandemic, which I know a lot of people had to make that tough decision, what to do with my business during these last couple of years when there were so many restrictions put in place and so many challenges for people that are in our industry. So what did you turn to in that moment when you were facing challenge? Like, what did you turn to within yourself? Um, and, and what are you focusing on now so that you can keep moving forward? Well, first thing, it was actually really light to make that choice. It was so freaking light, but from the outside on paper, it looked like, oh my gosh, Joanna, are you okay? Let's save the studio. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm so ready to walk away. It, that chapter was done. However, I also know it was because of so much of the progression that I've done with myself that I was able to walk away, you know, with such ease. And so what helped me though, cause I did more and I was, it was more of like, what's next? 
So what I did, Bryn, and here's my magic tool that I use. I ask questions. I ask a lot, a lot of really open and curious questions. And when I do this, I do not answer them. I don't answer them. And I allow God, life, universe to give me the awareness and my body to show me the awareness of what is Mm. next for me. And what is required for me is to make a choice. Just make a choice, Joanna, because then I could just lie on the couch and go, well, I'm waiting. God's supposed to give me something. Make a choice, make a choice. And I kept making choices. So once I closed the fitness studio, I asked questions. And my number one question was, how does it get any better than this? Mm. How does it get any better? Truly curious. Like, show me how it gets better. Because right now, it freaking sucks. And you know what it sucked, Bryn? It was financially it sucked. But in my life, I was freaking happy. Everything else yeah. was magical. But it was financially, I'm like, okay, how does it get better than this? And so I asked a lot of questions, got really curious, and I kept getting more awarenesses, more awarenesses, more awarenesses, more awarenesses. And it kept led, leading me. And look, I met you. I mean, I've yeah. got so many things, so many new creations with me not knowing how it's going to get better. God's like, okay, this is how it's going to get better. Here you go. But just keep making a choice. That's what I did. I love that you said that you asked yourself questions because that's one of the things I really learned from my coach. And in the last couple of years that I've been doing too, that it's part of that process of slowing down. And instead of thinking that we have all the answers and trying to plan everything out and think we, I know the exact path that instead we go, well, let me sit down and slow down and really get curious. And I love those words, get curious, because I think that is where we find the deeper connection to ourselves and to what's really true for us in this point in our life. Because truthfully, some of the things that were true for us 10 years ago, when, you know, when we were one place or five years ago, when we were in that place, or even two years ago before the pandemic, when we were in that place, some of those things are not true for us today. And it's okay to wake up every day and make new choices. And it's okay to give ourselves a big fat permission slip every day to wake up and be different than we were the day before. And I love that you have no shame and no stories around your business journey and your entrepreneurial journey saying, I started this and it wasn't for me. I started that and I, it was easy for me to walk away. I tried this because a lot of people don't ever even take the step to try the thing, right? And we just sit there and wonder, what if, what if, what if our whole life, right? And instead it's like, you're going out there, you're taking the steps and you're asking yourself questions and getting curious. And if it's no longer your path, even if it's like you only have the studio for, how long did you have your fitness studio open for? Eight years. Eight years, right? You tried it. I mean, that's a significant amount of time to like give something a try. And if you're like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to walk away. That was your honest truth. And there could be so many stories that you could make up around why you shouldn't walk away from that or listen to what other people think or say, you know, about it. And some days we just have to give ourselves permission to go, I'm different today than I was yesterday, than I was five years ago, than I was eight years ago. And at some point, this was important to me. And today, it's not what I'm doing. You know, it's not serving me or it's not my path. And yeah, I love, I love that idea of get curious, ask questions, asking for guidance from, like you said, God or universe or a higher being, whatever you believe in to say like, please just show me 
you know, the next steps, just show me what to do next. And sometimes we try to think so far ahead, we get stuck. And I think, right, that's key to like, only just ask for the next step. Yeah, because Bryn, what we will do is we will answer our own questions and then we limit ourselves. That's why I say get really mm. curious and wonder, I wonder about it instead of answering it. Because a lot of people will say, well, I'm looking for the answer. And an answer, Bryn, is solid. Mm. But an awareness is fluid. Awareness is fluid. So I have this coffee cup. And if I ask a question, I know all of you can't see me, but let's say I take the lid off. And if I ask a question, now the lid is off. And as soon as I answer it, I put the lid on. Now there's still some good coffee in here, Bryn. And if I took the lid off and allowed God, life, universe to send me the awareness of more infinite possibilities than this coffee, this coffee can be something completely different than a drink. It could be chocolate. It could be a man. It could be money. It could be a gazillion different things. And when I answer it, my brain makes it solid and I can only answer it from my past. Right. And then Bryn, Mm. you can only answer it from your past. So when we ask, Hey, what else is possible? That's such an open question. That's a true question. Instead of Hey, what's my next business venture? Show me. Do you feel the difference? That's not yeah. really a question. That's a conclusion with a question mark at the end. But like, hey, what mm-hmm. else is possible? What else is here that I can't see? What's right about this right now that I'm not getting? What's right about this pandemic that I'm not seeing? What is it? Hmm. I just get so freaking curious. And I'm like a walking, talking question. And when I... St- really, truly, Bryn, started asking like some real questions, not just like, eh, let me do the work and really having fun with it and playing with it. My life released and I have so much freedom. I am so mm. freaking joyful. Like I have so much joy and it's not fake. Like it's real joy. And it's because I have my coffee cup and I'm like, what else? Because many years I lived like this with my lid on top of the coffee cup. Mm, The lid, yeah. Answering everything, answering everything, getting the right answer, get the right answer. We're taught from young children to get the right answer because that equals an A. And an A will give you into college. And as young kids, we ask a gazillion questions. And what are we taught by the beautiful adults around us? Stop asking so many questions. Stop or asking questions. because I said so. Because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? Yeah. Yeah, what kind of answers? And I wonder if the parent would say like, yeah, I wonder. The kid would like freak out because we're thinking the parents are supposed to know everything. Oh, we're yeah. supposed to know everything. And if the parents are, yeah, I'm curious right there with you. I think it would freak the kids out because we are conditioned to get an answer. And that's yeah. what it me. I like how you said the A. That was such a perfect example. Like we're taught to get the answer that's going to give you an A. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so black and white. And life is not black and white. The choices we make in life, the um, adventures we go on, whether it's relationships, business, you know, career choices, um, 
vacation, like (laughs) coaching, whatever, the adventures that we go on in life, they just aren't black and white, right? There's so much gray and you're right. We're, we're brought up to think everything has to be black and white. And then when we don't know the answer to something, we start beating ourselves up or we rush to find a black and white answer, um, instead of taking the time to be curious. Right. And it's like, I love how you said the, the, Mm, raw and real and authentic joy. Authentic Mm. joy is coming from you asking those questions and getting curious and being comfortable sitting there with the lid off your coffee, waiting for the answers to fill your cup rather than uh, getting afraid that, oh my God, there's no ceiling, you know, and, and we block our own um, blessings, right. And block our own joy by answer now. Yeah, we block our own our own blessings, our own joy by by putting the ceiling, putting the lid and believing we can only go to here. We can only go this high, right? And we do that in a lot of things, right? We do that in business, we do that in relationship. Um we do that just you know, every day in in our belief of what we deserve, right? And if we have a a cap on it, right? If we put a cap on our success or our happiness or our abundance, right? Whatever abundance means to you, that abundance could have so many definitions, right? But whatever abundance looks like to you, like if we put a lid on it, if we put a cap on it, we're limiting the amount of, you know, joy and, and connection and happiness that we can really truly experience. So I love that. It's, it's not black and white, find the gray, be comfortable to let those, uh, curiosities, you know, live a little longer and like, let the answers really come to you. Um, you know, what does it require for the answers to come to us? Like, what do we have to do in order? Cause maybe some people are listening and they're like, wow, that sounds really nice. But like, you know, how long do I sit there? What do I have to do to let the answers come to me? I have a cool story. And this only happened a couple hours ago. I was teaching at the place where we teach and I get in and the music's not turning on. Right? And I'm like, Oh, I have bad music. dreams about that all the time. Like <laughs> literal, like my nightmare. reoccurring nightmare, just side story. <laughs> I have a story is that <laughs> the music's not working for class. Like, <laughs> and everyone's just staring at me and it yeah. goes on for like ever. And I always wish I could wake myself up because it's like a stress dream and it feels so real. And then when I wake up, I'm like that damn dream again. Like why? Because it goes on like 30 minutes have gone by and like the people are still just staring at me and some people are getting mad and they're like huffing and puffing and leaving. And then I'm like, I don't know how to have class. There's no music. Like that's my nightmare. And then it happened to you in real life. Uh, That happened to me in real life today. And it would not turn on for 20 minutes. And no. Yeah. And it's one minute to class. Everybody is there on their bikes. They're ready to go. And I'm telling this story because naturally most of us would say, oh my God, the music's not working and freak out, begin to go, oh my God, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. This is not working. So we keep saying the conclusion. The conclusion is it's not working. We get it. It's not working. I went right into, now Bryn, I didn't say it out loud because people might think I'm weirdo, but I just say it in my mind. I'm like, I wonder how this starts to work. Huh? How does this work? I, I wonder how it gets better. Right. And we're, mm-hmm. we're turning on the iPod. We're turning on the computer. We're trying, we're also making a choice. We're making, we're doing all these things and nothing was working for 20 minutes. 
And just I just kept asking questions. And no joke, right at the time of the class, the music just came on. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, this <laughs> It's a God moment. All the time. Yeah, and I'm like, how does it get better? How does it get better? And I was so calm and collected. A million times I've been on my internet and it doesn't work. And I will look and talk to my computer and go, how do you work? How does this get better? And that's it. But most of us, we will go right into a conclusion and go, this is not working. Babe, come help me. My computer's not working. And then you yell to your whomever because you need your IT help. So we tell them the problem. We tell them the conclusion. We don't ask questions. And God's going, just ask me a question and I'll help you. But you're not asking yeah. a question. You're telling me what's wrong. So you're going to life going, this computer is not working. Somebody fix it. And we get. Yeah. Pressed. And then what are you sending to the universe? You're sending this computer is not working. That's it. And it's like, yeah. well, you, you know, like, Brent, if I went up to you and I just handed you my computer and I go, it's not working. You may look at me and go, and what do you want me to do about it? You know, that mm-hmm. feeling when people do that. I have like some nieces and nephews. They'll put their foot in my face. And I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, tie my shoe. Uh, can you ask me to tie my shoe? Tie your shoe? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Is there a question here? That yeah. was such a conclusion. And so it's the same thing. Think about God, life, universe going, uh, you're not asking. You're just yeah. telling me and you're throwing your problem at me and you're sending me a big F you. So those are little samples. If somebody's listening, going, well, how the heck does this pertain to me and my business or my life? You just go, well, how does it get better? How I wonder how this works. And you got to get curious. You, please, please do not ask it with an FU attached. Please. Do yeah. Work. Oh, I love that. Work. You know, it's just such an example of like the power of energy. And sometimes we, we forget about that, the power that we have and stepping out in faith, right. And going, I'm going to ask big, like, and I love it. I love it too, because we, we all know this, but like in those moments where things aren't working out the way that we want them to, whether it's a, an example, like the music before class or a big example, like, you know, something, you know, horrible happening in your family or life, right? Like from one thing to the next, it's like, sometimes we wonder like why things you know, aren't working out or, you know, knock on what I hope nothing horrible is happening to anyone in their family or like missing a flight, right? Like in the moment you're like that, the instant feeling or the, the thing that we usually go to is like that freak out. That's the first place that we tend to go is like panic, stress, freak out. And I love that you're like, we, we all know deep down that doesn't make the situation better. Like freaking out, isn't going to make me get on this plane. Freaking out isn't going to help my family member who's sick. Freaking out isn't going to help the music come on before my class. Like, think, it only makes the energy worse. Ren, I think we do on some level, not cognitively. I think on some level, we think the freak out is going to help us. On some level. You know what I'm saying? I think... I get, we all get what you're saying, but also I think we think if I freak out, this will shift something here. This will like show that I care. Yeah. Do you know, I, I it's just like the panic though. We, at the end of the day, like in hindsight, we can look back and be like, I didn't need to panic or that didn't actually, that didn't actually do what I needed it to do. Right. But But the ask and the, the curious and the calm usually is what then you know, gets the job done and, and, or maybe that thing just wasn't meant to happen, but are you going to drive yourself crazy about it and be stressed and freaking out? Or are you going to be like, all right, well, 
Yeah. What's better? You know, what else, what else can I do? What else can come of this? What alternatives do I have? Right. And when we're calmer, we're able to like think more clearly anyways, right? Like staying calm in those situations and being like, let me get curious, ask some questions, figure out what my alternatives are and come up with a great idea. I don't know about you, but it's really hard for me to remember anything, let alone come up with a great idea. If I'm in a panic or I'm stressed, if I'm in that fight or flight mode, I feel like I can't even remember my last name or phone number, you know, like let alone like what we like come up with a plan for like how to move smoothly through an alternative plan for whatever's going on. Yeah. And it's all with practice. If we practice with the small stuff, like the music not playing, then I'm building that muscle so that when the bigger things happen, that I will go right into question when I practice with just the small things. Tiny. Yeah. Like I have another quick, fun story. My past relationship, I was with him for three years. We lived together. I mean, I was so incredibly in love, Bryn. I was just like, oh, we are going to grow old together. This is just phenomenal. And he was. He was phenomenal. He was a, I'm going to call him a Mercedes. And it was just like, oh. mm. Okay. Right. It was just like, yes. And he and I would ask together, how does it get any better than this? We would text each other. Ooh, how does it get any better? We would like have great sex and go, how does it get better? And three years later, out of the blue, he breaks up with me. He chooses to end the relationship. And I was devastated. And that was a big healing process. And when we broke up, I asked, you know, what's right about this right now that I am not seeing because I can't see it right now. How does it get better? How does it get better? And a year and a half later, then I closed my studio, right? And I'm like, whoa, how does it get better? And the thing is, I met this amazing man and I have a Ferrari now. I had a Mercedes, a Ferrari. And and it it did not look like, anyway, and I wasn't asking life that if it got better with love, I was just asking in general, like, how does it get better? Cause this sucks. This feeling of heartbreak sucks. Yeah. And he comes into my life and I have all these new opportunities. I left the studio and I'm like, I couldn't have created this. I couldn't have answered the cup of coffee. I couldn't have put anything in. Even if I thought of it, I would have never, yeah. ever, ever created that. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this is better. It's, but I didn't think, Bryn, that it could get better because I thought the Mercedes was the best. That was it. That was mm. as good as I could get. And I'm like, whoa, how does it get better than the Ferrari? So it could be a million different ways. It could be a different guy or it could be the same relationship and it just gets better. I mean, I'm not here to answer it. I'm here to follow the feather touches that God's giving me and I just keep making a choice. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep following that feather touch, following that feather touch. And people mm. ask me, "Are you, what's next for you, Joanna? Are you going to open another business? And I'm like, you know what? As of right now, I'm not sure. We'll see. I wonder. Like, as of right now, this second, I wonder what I wonder what it is. Mm. And like you said, we're always changing and growing. I'm like, ask me tomorrow. It might be different. Ask me next year. But as of right now, I don't see that. I love the, the openness that you have because that's a great lesson what you just shared. And I bet that resonates with so many people who are listening about the um about the the boyfriend situation and the breakup and and going from a Mercedes to a Ferrari. Like I love that analogy. That is so 
So cool. Like when you said that, I didn't know where the story was going. And when you said that, I was like, I got so my whole body like lit up. I got so excited for you because gosh, how many times this stuff happened, you know, or, or we make choices to end a chapter. Like you said earlier, so many chapters, right? When we choose to end a chapter or we don't choose and it ends for us. Right. Um, and we have choices about how we respond or react to that, right? And I love this idea of staying positive, going, hey, I know a story about a girl where, you know, her Mercedes d- drove off <laughs> and she woke up, a, a, you yeah. know, a year later with a Ferrari in her freaking driveway. So you just don't know. Like, you know, like you just don't know. And it's like, why be you wasted that time being negative? when you could be positive, right? Like not you, but you know, just in general, like we waste time, uh, being, being like in the past, being anxious, uh, or being depressed about the past. And it's like some, some stuff that happens to us, we'll, we'll learn later. Like in this situation, you realize later why that breakup happened, right? You were like, Oh yeah, I get it. Cause I got an upgrade and my relationship now is much more connected or intimate or romance hotter or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I feel, I feel happier. I feel fuller. Like now you're like, I see why that happened. You know, in hindsight, there's other things that are going to happen to us where we will never, you know, understand or know the reason why they happened. We just won't. And we could drive ourselves crazy living in the past, trying to figure it out. Or we can just go, okay, that chapter's closed. There's a purpose for this. I don't need to know why. I don't actually need to know why. I only need to pray and ask for guidance on what's my next step. Like you said, that question I wonder how this could get better. I wonder what else is going to happen, right? Um, we only need to know what's the next step that I need to take. We don't even need to know the full journey, right? Or how to get to the top of the mountain. Just what's the next step that I should take? And that's the guidance that we're asking for in those moments when a chapter closes. And so, you know, I want to come back to this idea of transitioning because as these chapters close, like, not just the stuff around us is changing, but we're changing too, right? Like I used to, just like you, um, really identify as a dancer. Like that was my whole identity. I felt like that was who I was and and that's all I could do. And I came to LA, like for a long time, I was closed off to business opportunities and other opportunities that I had in front of me. And even that other people were showing me because I was like, no, I have my blinders on and I came here to dance. And there's a part of that that's good where you're like, okay, I have focus for my craft. I have laser beam vision for this goal. And there's another part of it where it's like, man, something could be sitting right in front of me or was sitting right in front of me. And I didn't want to see it because I had built this identity, right? That I was like, this is the only way I identify. Um, And I had to go through that transition of uh, rebuilding in my mind, like who I was as the things around me changed, as I started new businesses as I decided finally to say yes to other opportunities that were in front of me. Um, 
And they ended up those opportunities, like becoming a health coach and starting my Arbonne business and things like that ended up becoming, um, things in my life that I'm like unbelievably grateful for, like huge, huge blessings that changed my life in the best way and helped me shape who I am today. Right. And like, let's talk about that transition of like, when you identified as a dancer and then you had these opportunities in front of you to do something else. And then you identified as someone who owned a fitness studio. And then you have this opportunity to do something else, right? Like what comes with that shift of like that in-between space where you're like, I'm not really any longer only identifying as this. Now I'm also adapting or adopting this and this and growing. Great, great question. Yeah. Cause Bryn, I would say, I, I mean, I've, I've always been a dancer since I was a young girl, but I would say I'm more identified as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. So ever since I was 18, I mean, I've never worked for corporate. I've never really had jobs. I've always owned my own business. Even though I opened the studio when I was 24, I, I had businesses before then. So when I closed the fitness studio and I was asking like, what is next for me? What is next? And I had the awareness. My body gave me the awareness. It lit up and I knew to open up my computer and I went on indeed.com. Now, if you told me, Bryn, you're going to work for somebody, I would have said, hell no, I am never going to have a regular job ever. Like that's how I identified. I am an entrepreneur. I don't work for other people because I don't like them because et cetera, because I'm too, I like it my way. But I had the awareness to open the computer. I went on indeed. And the first thing that came up was fitness instructors for Spanga where I met you. I didn't even know what the studio was. I didn't care. It didn't matter. I didn't, I hardly read the post. I mean, I read it, but it didn't matter because as soon as I saw it, my body lit up with goosebumps and it was like that. And I told my boyfriend, I go, I don't know what the studio is, but I have an audition on Saturday and I'm going to go. And I kept mm. following the lightness because, and I'm like, but I had this behind in my little ear going, but Joanna, you don't work for somebody. And I'm like, well, you know what? But this feels really light. I'm going to go for it. It felt like I had to really trust Bryn. Oh Lord. I had to trust because me, I'm like work for somebody. Oh my gosh. That's embarrassing. People are going to think, you know, I, I look for you for entrepreneur advice and now you're working for somebody. And I really went to Bryn. Am I willing and I was willing, Bryn, I could have never made the audition. It could have flopped. It could have not worked, but that didn't matter. I was willing to go to the audition and then go to the next stage and then go to the next stage because it could have led me to you. It could have led me to a gazillion other things. It didn't matter what the outcome was. What mm -hmm. mattered was I followed the lightness and what's yeah. light is true and what's heavy is false. And it was so light and it was so true for me. And I just kept going. I just kept going. And now I'm like, I even told the owners today, I'm like, oh, I would have never worked for somebody, but I really work, like working for you. Yeah. But going back to what you said, if I identified as I never work for somebody, I would have never had this conversation with you today. And like, how lucky do I get to talk to you today? And everybody mm -hmm. listening was because I chose that lightness. And so that's what I invite everybody to do to go, you know what? Yeah. What feels light right now 
And am I willing to try something new to, to make another choice than I normally had in the past? Yeah, I love that question of, am I willing to make a different choice than I would have norm, than I would normally make? Cause sometimes we get so stuck in our habits, right? Or our habitual patterns that we don't even realize that we're just going and like almost like a circle, right? We have a cycle. I've always of like, done this. Yeah. Yeah. I always I've black. always done I this. I always wear pink. I always wear, yeah. yeah. I always wear, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Change it up. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, it's like if you actually stop and ask yourself, like, why yeah. do I always do this? I and, did then it when I was and then if you have no reason and you're like, I don't know, I just do, then it's like, well, then can't you be open to something else? Right. Like sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves, like, why is this a pattern for me? And like, or what patterns do I even have? And the cool thing is, is what, how we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you might start to notice a pattern in one area of your life and then you'll see it overlap in all of the other areas of your life and your health. And that's when your life really begins to become a more conscious journey where you can make choices for each area of your life um, and, and go, oh, well, I got unstuck in that area. And now I realize, oh my God, all of a sudden I see the pattern in this area and I can get unstuck over there too. And then, oh, right. Say in your career, you suddenly realized and you got unstuck. You said, oh, I was in this habitual pattern of doing this. And I realized there's something else for me that is also going to serve my life. And then all of a sudden you take a look at your relationship and you're like, oh my God, I've also been stuck over here. Right. And I realized the same patterns I had at work are the same ones I have in my relationship. Now I'm going to, okay. Oh my gosh. All of a sudden you realize that habitual pattern you had overlaps into the way that you're eating and fueling your body and taking care of your physical health. And then you go, Oh, Oh my God, my eyes are open now to this pattern that is in all these areas of my life. How I did that is also how I do this. And I now I'm realizing it's also how I do this. And all of a sudden you're living this conscious journey. And, and by that, I mean, like, rather than just, uh, you know, kind of waking up and being like a zombie and going through the day. And then like every day is the same. And you just kind of like are like letting life happen to you. Instead, you're like actually living and you're choosing and you're waking up and going today. I feel like this, you know, and actually, like you said, getting curious about it and kind of like exploring and then seeing where that takes you. And that's the journey that God has for us is that journey of like trust and that journey of, of, um, you know, sometimes going out on a limb with faith and going, I didn't, I don't usually do this, but it's feeling right today. And I'm just going to be led and let it happen, you know, and, and part of it is that idea of, of trust, right? So Joanna, you do something where you don't only ask yourself questions, but I know that you also, um, are really in tune with your body. Cause I've heard you say multiple times on here and I've heard you talk about it before where you say like, I listened to my body, like light up, like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to feel your body light up? And what does it mean to actually um, listen to your body? And how do you get there? How do you become that woman who is able to listen to her body light up to be able to go, oh, this is the choice I need to make today? Yeah. When I learned this, my life changed. And I love to invite others to know the same, because we all know, we all know. And we use the, I don't know so many times. Notice how many times you say, I don't know throughout the day. 
it's like an um, um, I don't know. Um, we just, it's a filler. We say yeah. it so often. And here's the thing, Bryn, it's a lie. We do. Yes. Know. Yes. We do know. Have and you ever you heard know? someone say, have you ever heard someone say, um, my friend always says this, who's a coach. She says, okay, I know that you feel like you don't know right now, but if you did know, what would the answer be? And then a lot of times people will come up with something. They'll dig it out from the inside, right? Because they're like, okay, I know you don't know, but if you did know, <laughs> yeah, what would it be? And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, if I did know, it'd probably be this. And then you're like, well, there it is. <laughs> right? Yeah, we know. We are so freaking smart. We know. And the first tool that I would give is the question, what is this? Anything. Let's say you hurt your knee and you go, hey, what is this? Let's say you have a headache and you ask, hey, what is this? And you can say out loud, like to anything, meaning to life, God, universe, or you can ask your body, hey, body, what is this? Instead of right away, if you have a headache, reaching for the Advil, because mm -hmm. that's an answer. It goes back to the coffee. If we take an Advil right away without asking our best friend, which is whom our body, hey, what is this? And practice that. Place it on your phone. We all have reminders on your phone. And when I started this journey of this question, I put it as a reminder to go off every hour, every day. What is mm. this? Because you're saying if you don't go reach for the Advil right away, that's you putting the cap on. Correct. So you putting the lid back on. Correct. That's you answering it mm. and not being aware if there's something else required. So for example, this has been many different times. Let's say I get a headache and I'll go, oh, what is that? And I'll just kind of be with it. And I don't answer it. And I will get the awareness with practice. I will get the awareness that I'm thirsty. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll drink water, headache goes away. Let's say a month later, I go, oh, what is this? And I'll get the awareness, Bryn, that it's somebody next door that has a headache and I'm picking up on their headache. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not my headache. Okay, cool. Boom. Next. I mean, I could just keep asking questions. What is this? What is this? I mean, so many times I'll get a headache and something is happening on the other side of the world because we are intuitive. We know stuff. We are tuning forks, tuning to everybody else's vibration. And if somebody else has a headache or something else is happening on the planet, I might get a headache. I might, my stomach might hurt. I mean, there's a million things and we go right away into, I need to see a doctor. So when we say that, Bryn, we go into conclusion that the doctor is smarter than I am. The doctor is smarter than you are. Now the doctor is smart. The doctor went to school. The doctor has a degree. I totally get it. And nobody knows better for you than you. Mm -hmm. So when I ask, but if I go right into what does the doctor know, the doctor needs to tell me what to do. I take my cup and I put a lid on it and I go, the doctor, you're smart. I'm dumb. You're smart. I'm dumb. Tell me what to do. And then we will listen to whatever they say. And I'm like, mm. what is required here? What is this? So first tool you take, what is this? And learn to make that your default. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it could take a while to get used to that. It might be a little like, okay, this is weird. And it's actually not that weird because when you think about children, children talk to their bodies all the time. They have that song, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. And then they have that book that's like, good morning, moon, or good night, moon. Yes. night, dog. You know, they made a new one now for really? kids that says good night, iPad. No way. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Brilliant. But when we were kids, it was good night, no, moon, moon. Which I will never read Turn my iPad, child a book called good night, iPad. We can say good night to the iPad for sure. But, um, <laughs> The book is forever and always good night, moon. <laughs> yes. Hey, Bryn, isn't that so cute? So kids talk to iPads. I talked to the computer today when the music didn't start. I mean, I yeah. didn't say it out loud. But do you see the difference of like, oh, Joanna's cuckoo because she's an adult, but a kid could say good night to the iPad and the moon. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is as adults, we could still talk to our bodies, to the iPads, to things and ask, what is this? what is this? And getting curious that way. And you start building the muscle and it might be kind of wonky at the beginning, like Joanna, this is weird, or I don't get it. Just keep practicing. It's like starting a fitness routine. You may not pick up the 20 pound dumbbells on day one. You're going to start with three pounds or whatever, but you're going to get stronger and you're going to keep going. And then one day you'll be able to do a push up, and you're all good. Yeah. That's such a good lesson because um, I talk about this a lot on my show, but like that idea of trust and that um, idea of surrender and all of these concepts, right? And this is just another example of how to trust and how to surrender. And just another example of, um, you know, stepping out in faith and asking big and it starts, like you said, with the small practices of getting curious of when you have a headache, like, do I need to eat? Do I need to take a nap? Do I need to drink some water? You know, do I need to um, light some Palo Santo and meditate and set some bound energetic boundaries um, to not be picking up on the stress of my partner or someone from work, right? Is that why I have a headache? And so it just gives us an opportunity to um, learn a little more about ourselves. And when we practice these things on a small level, we end up being able to use them on a greater level, just like what we talked about earlier and being able to ask yourself these questions, um, you know, then about what you want to eat and to fuel your body properly. And then you start to ask yourselves, how do I want to move my body so that I can honor, you know, my cycle as a woman. And then you start to ask, okay, how do I, uh, what do I want to do next with my career? And then you start to ask yourself, what kind of relationship do I want to be in? And then all of a sudden you're making all these big life choices, um, that are coming from a place of truth and that are coming from a place of authenticity rather than, um, the first thing that comes to mind, that's probably something that was conditioned into us uh, that we learned, right? Like take the Advil is what we heard, like the commercial on TV, our parents and doctors and someone else say, well, you have a headache, you take a pill, right? And instead we can let go of the conditioning and allow ourselves some space to find some other answers and resources that actually come from within. And, you know, that's one of the things I really teach in yoga is like everything that you have. And it sounds so like cliche and like sometimes kind of cheesy, right? Like oh, everything you have is already inside or everything you need, rather you already have everything you need is already inside of you. You have everything that, that you need, you have the answers. And 
sometimes that's hard to believe if you're not used to asking questions or you're not used to connecting to yourself in that way. You're like, no way. And honestly, it can be a little bit scary, right? Like it can feel scary to, um, to trust that. Um, but sometimes we just have to face that fear and get a little uncomfortable, right? Like get a little uncomfortable and be like, man, I don't know where this answer is coming from. I've never done this before, but I'm doing it today. And this is what came to me. Right. And then I swear when we start to do that, we start to experience more and more synchronicity in our life where that path becomes joy and abundance and happiness because we're actually doing what's true for us, not doing what's true for someone else or what's you know, what we think other people want to see us doing or what we, what we should, right. (laughs) Should in quotes be doing, but rather like really what's, what's like from the inside. And we were all made to be individuals. We were all designed perfectly by God. And so we don't have to try to be something different or put a lid on, on our, um, greatness. Right. But instead we can remove the lid and say, let me just get curious about what else there is for me. Because like you said, with the boyfriend example, we just have no idea what's actually coming to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not sure, a cool thing could you could start with is go, hey, universe, show me what I know today. Show me what I know. Because as, as of right now, I, I believe I don't know. But I know I know. But show me what I know. You know? Because if you said mm-hmm. it's a little scary, hey, universe, show me what, what I know today. And then yeah. all of a sudden you'll get like these awarenesses, you'll get goosebumps. You'll, you'll go, Oh, is that it? Then you can ask, is that it? Like a little kid would. And you'll, again, you'll just know it's it. It's, it's yeah. really fun. I think it's a fun, like a fun. It can thing. be like, it can be like so terrifying. I think for like big decisions, right. That have to do with like relationship or career or things where you've been doing something for a long time. Right. When, when you've been doing something or been one way for a long time, it can be very scary. It can feel very, very challenging to go out on that limb and go, I'm just going to be open and go with what my gut says. You know, sometimes we shut it down because we feel terrified to make the change. A lot of times, like whatever we've been doing feels comfortable. And so we think that's, that's safe. Right. Or we think that's good enough. And it's like, no, it's not good enough. Like don't ever settle for something that's good enough, right? We want to be great. We want to feel amazing. And sometimes we don't realize how, what we're missing or how good we could actually feel, you know, until we tune into what is actually within us uh, trying to come out. Right. And the thing is, is that stuff will try to come out and, and your body will start speaking to you and then it will start you know, shouting at you and then it will start yelling at you until you really listen. And so I like earlier that you said, I listen to the feather touches. Mm-hmm. A feather touch is so light, but if you're paying attention and you feel that you can be guided with ease versus guided in a with way where smack. your body's screaming at you, <laughs> right? Like a big smack, right? The feather touches will tell you. And it's so important to trust those things to really experience your, your optimal health, right? And your optimal life, your best life and, uh, and your happiest life. And I just want to encourage anyone who's listening that feels like, like maybe you feel that little tug after listening to Joanna's stories or after hearing us talk about this topic of like transition and, um, and listening in and 
trusting those touches to make new choices and kind of just going out with bravery and doing it right with courage. Um, if you feel a tug and you know that you need to be doing this more in your life or that you, this could really serve you. Um, I want you to follow that tug. I want to give you the encouragement that like we can follow those tugs together and like, yes, it's going to feel scary. And like, yes, it might feel weird. And like, yes, it might bring challenges for a moment, right? Like you might, it might be rough, right? If you're in a toxic relationship that you know you need to exit, um, but you've been there for 15 years, like, you know, or 10 years or however long. Yeah. It's going to be a big transition. It's going to feel tough. You know, if you've been eating a certain way or living a certain lifestyle for the last 20 years, and now you're like, I want to change. I feel this tug inside of me. I know what I need. Yeah. You're going to go through some headaches, some detox symptoms, some challenges with cravings, some body, you know, um, changes, whatever. Like, but like when you get to the other side and you're out of that toxic relationship, when you get to the other side and you're reaching your optimal level of physical health, you're going to be so, so freaking grateful that you (laughs) just listened. (laughs) that you just listened, right? And did it. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you guys, like, even if it seems so scary because it can, like, start doing it with the little things. Start slowing down and listening to those cues. Start taking the lid off and allowing yourself to take the cap off your life, the ceiling, you know, away. And, uh, you know, explore, explore with questions and figure out how you can reach your greatness, one step at a time, one new choice, one new choice uh, at a time. Uh, Joanna, can you share with everyone like how they can connect with you or like a website, your social media, your pot, mention your podcast again and where people can find you so they want to hear a little bit more uh, from you as well. I invite you all to send me a message on Instagram, Joanna Vargas official. And I would love to know how these questions have contributed can have contributed to you today. Any any question that you have for me, or when you're stuck and you need a question, you can DM me and go, hey Joanne, I'm really stuck here. My daughter's bothering me or something like that. I need a question. I'm really good yeah. at that. I can send you a question in the DM. So and I also I facilitate a lot of workshops and generate a lot of just kind of movement that way and shift people in person if you're in Los Angeles and also virtually. And I have my podcast, which is called The Get Up Girl. And I would be so, so appreciative if you'd come and listen. Yes. Thank you for sharing your podcast. So awesome. And, you know, I just had a final thought. I think these questions that you're talking about and this idea of, um, you know, making new choices every day based on what you're feeling from the inside out. I think that this is an opportunity. And my coach always says this to begin again. In every moment of every day, we can shift, you know, we can make a shift. It's as simple as that. And we always have the opportunity to begin again and to shift. And sometimes we forget And so this is your permission slip from Joanna and I, right? That you can shift. Yeah. Make another choice. And you can make another choice. All the time we can make another choice. 
Oh, you can begin again. (laughs) You know what? I changed my mind. And decommit with honor. That's that's one thing I do want to preface. Changing Mm -hmm. your mind and your choice is different when you ghost somebody because you made a choice. You're like, oh, Brynn and Joanna said to, you know, (laughs) make another choice. Well, you could decommit with honor. Let's say- I love that. like I'm, I say, I'm going to go to your birthday party, Bryn, on Saturday. And then it is just not light that day to go anymore. Rather than ghosting you, I'm, I'm going to call you up. I'm going to say happy birthday. I'm going to choose something different. I think we have gone to the other pendulum and then we're like, self-care. And now we're just leaving everybody in the dust. Yeah, I Sometimes. love that. So you said, what did you say? Do it with honor. Decommit with honor. honor. Do it. (laughs) Decommit with honor. I I love that. There we go. Boom. That's how we do it, people. That's how you do it. Drop the mic. Okay. Well, Joanna, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. It was lovely having you. I loved our conversation and I can't wait to, um, you know, continue to grow with you. And I'm so happy that we teach together and that you decided to say yes to working a little bit for someone else while you still also build your businesses and work for yourself. Cause this is how we grow our community. And I'm happy that you followed that gut feeling of saying yes so that I could know you. So thanks so much, girlfriend. You're very welcome. And thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So incredibly grateful. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast.